Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started How's this 3 months of lockdown been treating you It's the same man it's the same I mean I am not really affected by it because I think I'm actually enjoying being at home I never hate travel I hate driving. The only thing I'm missing out on is being able to go out to dinner and lunches with my friends and family. That's the one thing I'm missing out on and and the second thing is walking. Okay, but I think now it would be a little bit more hectic for you guys because you being a teacher, the government has, you know, implemented that teachers do something for the students digitally. So it might be a little more hectic than usual or it is the same. We did not wait for the government to tell us not to do. No, we were doing online teaching right when the lockdown started. So since March, we have been doing online learning. So it's nothing different for me. In fact, it's better that we have something to do. It's better that I get to talk to my children. It's good that I get to see them face to face on Zoom calls. So I think it's a positive thing. If you tell me from tomorrow onwards, you cannot teach them online or you cannot interact with them on calls or WhatsApp. I think that would be more deadly for me. No, but is it is it as good as you doing it in person or is it no, no, just the same not. or? So I I think of this as a spectrum. Okay, so. on the spectrum the far right say if it is in person everything is being done in person okay and the far left is everything being done online which is the case now i think if you have a healthy balance somewhere in between that's the best possible way for example many years back i don't know if you remember i was part of one uh, small group called tap the tech okay and um, we were just thinking about how can we change education what's missing what can we improve etc etc and we came across something called as flipped classroom I gave my tenth grade in what two thousand twelve. So eight years earlier, we had this idea. Okay, f- I mean we did not get this idea. It's not our idea. We have read about flipped classroom where in the traditional schools, what happens is you learn new materials in the school, and you do homework at home. Okay, in flipped classroom, what you're doing is you learn new materials at home by yourself. So say for example, I make a video, right? Like what I'm doing right now, I make a video and I post it on YouTube, and my students see it at home whenever they want, however they want. they can see it 10 times they can see it one time they can try to solve it by themselves or they might take the help of the video whatever so the learning or new material is being learned at home and the homework part is done in front of me so ideally what i would want is i get to see them in the classroom and the homework they are doing in front of me and why is this better than the traditional procedure that we follow is you need the most help doing the homework so if say while doing the homework i am stuck somewhere and i can't do it for some reason i think that is the best time to have a teacher around or even friends around instead of you doing that at home alone so that was flipped classroom so i'm kind of doing a flipped classroom these days so what i am doing for especially for maths is i'll make videos solving a few problems which the students are expected to first try by themselves and if they cannot do it they see the video and in video i anyway solve it step by step the entire problem okay and then i get on a zoom call Where I give them some additional problems, which they solve in front of me. So, like there will be a few students on my screen. I'll have a small opening. Say I'm revising the formulas, or I'm just checking in what they are feeling, how they are feeling, etc., etc. And then I give a few problems, and everyone switches off their video. And everyone is doing their own problems. Okay, and I also get to differentiate now. Students who are high on readiness for examinations, uh, I can give them difficult problems. Students who are still struggling, I can give them easy problems. So there's differentiated problems I will give. And uh, if anyone has any 
doubts or is stuck somewhere they can just unmute themselves and ask me then i will switch on my video i have my board at home and i will write it on the board and give them some hints so i think a better version the best possible version of this would be that this zoom call is shifted to a physical classroom and they are doing practice in front of me so i think for mathematics especially flipped classroom works very well so yeah long answer short ideally it should be both okay online teaching has some benefits also of its own and uh, in classroom teaching also has its benefits of its own the right balance is somewhere in between so it's good to know that this uh, clouds has some silver lining to it as well that's nice so let's let's move on with the topic that i had in mind right so if you notice and if i guess our listeners also might have noticed that maybe in the past couple of episodes or more than that rohan is the one who has been bringing up topics to talk about and i have been the lazy one and just doing the answering and thinking part but this time what i thought of is that i'll bring up some topic but then when you generally don't know what to do what do you do you go to google right so so what i thought about is we can discuss top 50 most googled questions <laughs> hmm. uh, actually i had a similar i had a similar plan in mind for us as well so i was thinking some day when it's very important that uh, we do a recording but we don't have any topics we could do 36 questions of love so these are some questions which they have done experiments for new couples coming together they are strangers to each other and they will ask these 36 questions to each other and most of them fall in love after answering those questions and some of them have actually gone ahead and married each other and have happy lives together after answering those questions so that was one of the plans either if we want to record when we don't have any topics or maybe say 100th episode or something we could do that it will be very odd for us that is two guys to be talking about 36 questions of love don't you think there's nothing romantic <laughs> in it man it's it's very generic okay. questions okay since i don't know the questions i can't comment on that but while you said that the people generally fall in love with it and end up marrying and stuff <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's where i got worried i but think yes, there's yes, also yes, a, we can do that that sounds interesting yeah, yeah i think there's also a component of staring in each other's eyes for a few minutes etc i mean there's multiple things but the question itself are very interesting i think wow that's some great content for some blind date i guess hmm, yeah i mean i keep that ready okay if i'm meeting someone new and i'm not sure if it will be smooth sailing or maybe we have just spent so much time together and i mean the meetings are getting boring then i'll just take out that list of questions and i'll uh, we'll discuss that so you like literally take out a list or you have those questions in your mind and you just keep bombarding them into the other person no literally i have a list as in i'll google 36 questions of love and the list will oh. come up okay 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 so that person knows that you are making an effort to bring in something to talk about Yeah, I mean, I did not think of what the other person is thinking, but yeah, that's what I'll do. But but like, has have you done this sometime? Yes, actually? I have. Yes. Okay, so what's the other person's response like? What like what's his response or her response? I'm not married yet, nor am I committed in a relationship. <laughs> so in, I, in the in, not not in the <laughs> not in that sense. In the sense that was he or she baffled that why are you googling questions to talk about if you don't have anything to talk about just end a conversation and leave something on those lines i'm talking hmm, i i mean i don't remember so there there is this phase i think which happens with even just friends who are not seeing each other romantically when you want to spend time with someone else or with that particular person but there's nothing to talk to so you'll talk basically about anything which comes to your mind okay and uh, sitting silently also works for some people 
बट देर इज दिस फेज वेर यू जस्ट फील लाइक मीटिंग दैट पर्सन एंड इट्स ओके इफ यूर टॉकिंग बोलशेट सो इन दोज केसेज द अदर ऑल्टरनेटिव इज टू जस्ट सिट साइलेंटली और टू टॉक अबाउट समथिंग विच इज लेस इंटरेस्टिंग राइट सो आई थिंक that's how it plays out okay something interesting let's just go along with it and those are very fun questions which will make you really think about yourself and what you would want to do what you would choose etc so it's also very interesting cognitive wise nice so maybe on our 50th episode we can try to answer these 36 questions of love but today this episode is going to be about top 50 most googled questions so are you ready to go top 50 don't you think it's a little too much It really or too much? No, no. I have gone through the first ten of them, and like there are many of them which have a one-word answer or which are very. Uh, I'm not getting the perfect word for it, but which are very stupid questions. Cool. So cool. maybe yeah, if you hear the question, you will get to know. Cool. So we'll try to answer them alternatively or something, but uh, let's hear the question first. The first most googled question is, which is very surprising. What is my IP? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know IP is something to do with your computer or something, but exactly I don't even know what an IP is, and I don't even know what my IP is. So, do you have any idea about this question? I know what IP is because I used to play Counter Strike, and in Counter Strike, you need to know the IP of the person who is hosting that game, and I think it's something related to your network. Okay, so it's related to an internet ID. So, internet me alag-alag sab ko ID de de, and that is indicated by your IP address. Uh, okay okay too technical over here <laughs> the next the next question is even funnier <laughs> what time is it <laughs> what what? <laughs> what time is it <laughs> why would you ask that to google though mobile That's... and laptops mobile laptops computers already have time inbuilt maybe maybe the person who was asking this questions intended it to be what time is it at dash at some place yeah. but the the search engine took it up as what time is it a general question for all those locations maybe mm, okay, next question is i think you would be a better person to answer this one how do you how do you register to vote how do you register to vote i i did this recently a few years back i think so this should be fresh in memory so i think there's a website i think it's uh, election commission of india ka website and there i think you can register and once you register i think they call you for an appointment where you can get your voter id i for sure registered for a voter id card very recently during the past elections and i used the app called uh, voter helpline which is very nice you just fill out the form put in the details and stuff is done so i think if someone wants this un- this question to be answered you can check out that app yeah India's election commission surprisingly works very well. You you are a better judge of that. Yes. <laughs> the, the the next question is how to tie a tie. I know how to tie a tie but I don't think I'll be able to explain it on the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know did you Yes, yes, I do know. Our school uniform had ties. Same, so I had yes. to learn it eventually. You had that too? Yes, I also had a tie and I used to tie it every morning. But what I've seen in my school is my school also has a tie, okay? So the tie which the BMC provides, it has a black color string. So you just tie that string, and in middle of the string, the tie has already been set there. So many times because they are fighting and all and pulling each other from their tie, <laughs> it will come out. Okay. So whenever a tie comes out, they'll be like, find a student who can tie this tie, and they will tie that tie on the string. 
so i can see that many times playing out in my classroom okay a very funny incident came to my mind listening to this question i was in pune university for my masters and there was this uh, tie day and none of my friends had a tie so i knew that this was going to be the case so i have a collection of around 10 12 ties all of them like you could wear it for a single day of the year so i got it i got it for them and i was there tying around 7 8 ties and distributing it amongst the friends we have only one tie at my place that too it's <laughs> my dad's tie which he had worn in his wedding and i've been oh. using that for so long i've worn that at least two three times now all of the ties that i have are my dad's tie i have never purchased a tie as such Uh, but i did purchase a bow tie very recently during our somayaka convocations hmm. yeah i remember <laughs> you prepared and all you bought something for the convocation i'm so bad yes yes because like like i was the topper in the physics batch and i was honored by the certificate and brought up on stage so i wanted to look a little presentable and the normal tie was just like too common so i decided to go a little bit uh, stylish and wore a bow tie You know what? I don't think I've attended any convocation till now. Convocation tabi hoga when when it's either graduation or post graduation or even PhD, right? So I've done graduation, post graduation. I haven't attended any convocation, and I kind of feel nice about it, okay? Because people take pride in during the convocation, right? That I have completed this degree or this institute, education institute is acknowledging my efforts, etc., etc. But by the end of the degree, may it be bachelor's or may it be master's, you just come to understand how pathetic the institution is, and that this piece of paper means nothing. It's just a formality. It's as if it's not an honor. It's a dishonor to be graduating from this particular institute, and that's why I kind of feel nice. to uh, not be part of any convocation and uh, it feels like i'm doing something dishonest or not really honorable so i'll just go there one day very unconspicuous and i'll collect my degree from the clerk or something so that no one knows so that's what my experience has been with convocations but but convocations in mumbai or in maharashtra or in india as a whole they are not as uh, as a celebratory like they show in tv series and movies like in the western countries it's like a huge line of students where at the side of that line they have these black robes and the convocation hats which you can rent it out to click pictures and then you just stand in that line for around 10 20 minutes and collect a certificate but if you are lucky like me and uh, you are the top scorer of your particular uh, subject then you get to go on the stage and receive that degree from the principal or whoever is of the most importance in that uh, institute but i think each and every student be it uh, bachelor students or master students or be it any damn institute in the world after you are done with your degree i think you will find the best of the institutes bad like you will always find something bad which is there in the institute i feel like agreeing to what you are saying in some sense i would be very curious to ask this question to like the top institutes of india may it be isa bangalore or iim ahmedabad or something and i would like to confirm this i think ngos do a very good job at that or at least the ones i was associated with so um i think yes foundation ka one small fellowship i had done that time they made everyone feel very good 
in that yes foundation wala case i think they made us feel very good because of all the luxury around so you were in a very posh building people wearing very posh clothes and people speaking very fluent english all of those had come and they were speaking and that's why we felt a little good uh, and everyone was dressed very well teach for india on the other hand makes you feel special almost every day i remember when the training was there in, in pune after everyone completes the training not everyone survives the training okay uh, it's very physically and emotionally challenging so many of them drop out during the training that i cannot take this anymore i am just leaving the fellowship so after you actually finish the training they will have one sort of mini convocation that you are now officially entering the organization as fellows and nothing is fancy okay it's a very understated hall they will rent the food there will be very mediocre nothing fancy but whatever they speak i think they speak very truthfully and whatever appreciation we get from them it feels real and i think that's where it lies and also we see the efforts okay they'll put lot of efforts in decorating in planning everything what should come first what should come next how will it curate everything this that they'll put lot of efforts in it and once you even come to understand the amount of efforts they've put in you'll just say okay whatever you'll do now i'm already feeling very good about this so i think my organization particularly does it very well even though i've not completed the fellowship that training wala jo end me convocation tha that itself made me feel very nice and so the second year fellows which graduated this year from the fellowship they have to do it online right so i said okay it's such a bad thing they have to do it online and they won't get to see each other they won't be able to celebrate this two year journey very well but they did it online they did it so well i saw so many people fellows posting it on instagram what this happening on the zoom call of their convocation it was so special even though they were doing it online they made it so special so i think my organization does it very well so it's not about making it fancy or it's not about giving a paper ka tukda it's more about uh, what are you saying what what efforts you are taking and are those real and does it have any meaning it's times like these when i feel that you are very lucky to be part of such a glorious organizations though they make the best out of you and they make you do a lot of things and you yourself are putting a lot of efforts into it but i know that each and everything is worth it and sometimes even i feel that maybe in the future i'll try to be a part of it but i'm sure that it's not my cup of tea looking at how hard you guys are working i think i'll i'll stay outside and appreciate from the outside yeah, yeah you just keep checking my students papers that itself is job well done okay <laughs> even 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 that's not happening these days <laughs> <laughs> and you know what this organization is so good i sometimes feel like i should just be a part of this organization for my entire life and i think recently i was having this conversation with my team members because we are stepping into second year and the mission of my organization is to create a movement of leaders in education space okay so they will give a lot of importance to what fellows are doing after their fellowship they want everyone to be in the sector or rather go in different sectors and work for the same cause so they will give a lot of importance to what fellows do after their fellowship so we started having that conversation and i had shared this that teach for india makes you feel so special about yourself and you don't feel like going away and i'm sure that there will be other ngos as well another for profit companies who have very good culture for example i've heard netflix company has a very good culture i've heard google has a very good culture they take care of their employees very well so it just feels like i'd rather be part of this organization then you give me whatever post i don't mind as long as i feel like i'm taken care of and the other side is if you want to create an impact or you want to make a difference in this world if that's the case then you should 
maybe join politics maybe join the government or maybe start your own enterprise your own ngo all when you go this way you won't get good people around you you know people in politics you know people in the government there will be so much resistance every day will be a struggle and you won't feel loved you won't feel cared for you know government is asking people to start working for them whereas other organizations which care for the employees are giving them the option to work from home giving them the option to take a leave etc so the pandemic has brought the good and bad outside so from the company's email itself you can judge which company really cares about their employees and which doesn't so i was having this interesting conversation with my team members that how i am finding it very difficult what do i want like do i want happiness to be around good caring people or do i want to make change in this world for which i might have to leave this behind so what did that discussion turn up no 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 i don't have an answer man <laughs> such a difficult question i just shared my confusion that's it okay maybe we can talk about this in some future episode where both of us have some discussion behind it you know many of the discussions or even sessions or learning circles we have in my organization most of them you will come out of the session with more questions than you had while entering it and i think <laughs> yes that's that's the indicator of a good session that you're coming out with more questions exactly i was going to say the same thing yes so let's move on ahead with the next question is how to lose weight so do you have some expert advice on this one hmm how to lose weight i think most of the people assume the answer is exercise which is totally wrong and um, if you think that diet is the answer diet is the only answer that's also completely wrong i think it's a combination of both the easiest way to think about it is just the calories you take and the calories you burn okay if you just concentrate on burning more calories but keep on eating lot of calories it's not going to work out similarly if you don't work out at all and you just concentrate on eating less amount of calories it's not the best strategy also one new thing which i think i learned very late in life is most of the calories you burn is you just being so if you're sitting you are burning calories if you're talking you're burning calories if you're walking say from the kitchen to the bedroom you're burning calories so all these menial tasks take the most amount of calories and then you exercising say walking for 10 minutes or going to the gym for 1 hour etc this will add a very small portion of the calories you burn throughout the day so exercise is just overhype with respect to weight loss when it comes to health i think exercise has lot of benefits like even if you start walking every day for 20 minutes it has lot of health benefits but with respect to weight loss it's inconsequential so long answer short eat less burn more calories i came upon a quote which might not perfectly relate to this questions but i'll anyway put it out there the quote goes as muscles are torn in the gym fed in the kitchen and built in bed so i think even sleep is a very important factor when you uh, consider your overall health a good health not exactly talking about losing weight but even maintaining a good health is nowadays a very difficult task yeah yeah i mean just before starting recording this podcast i think i was watching a video about sleep only and in that it just says that sleep is such an important part of our mental health physical health everything is related to our sleep one interesting new thing which i came to know about sleep today is that you cannot compensate for sleep so if you say i slept for 3 hours for 4 days so the fifth day i'm going to sleep for 12 hours it does not work that way you don't get those lost hours of sleep so whenever you're sleeping less it's a permanent damage to you so that's one new thing i have learned about sleep and yeah sleep i think is the most important thing 
there's 10 strategies you can take for good health, right? I think one of the most important strategies is just fixing your sleep. So moving on ahead, the next question is how many ounces in a cup? So that is... You don't use ounces, come on. This is such an American question. The next question is a related one which I can answer which is how many ounces in a pound? So I think I recently finished watching Breaking Bad and so which is an American series and they use this quantity to measure weight ounces and pounds. So I think there are 16 ounces in a pound. I'm not very sure but I'm 98% sure. So like thinking about this question what comes to my mind is that why did Americans choose to make out a new whole new metric system like why did they do that in the first place which is a very vague and stupid one if you think about it i'm not sure if they made a new one they were always using that system of measurements and somewhere when globalization began and when scientific committees started sharing their resources and their findings that's when they instituted something called as the metric system and asked the entire world to use that metric system So the scientific community all over the world is using the same units of measurements. It's just that some people are just finding it difficult to make that switch. So in America, what's happening now is all the scientific institutions and universities will use metric systems, but the day-to-day language is just ounces and pounds and I don't know what what else. But but aren't Americans coherently Europeans? So Europeans don't use this kind of system, right? So when they instituted that we will set this common measurement system, the entire world changed. Americans did not. So it is pretty useless, right? 16 ounces in a pound. And uh, isn't it easy to remember that there are 100 grams in a kilogram rather than 16 ounces in a pound? Like, it's way more easier. So I think they were just adamant on not changing it. Maybe, but the global community, global scientific community is using the SI system. Yes. The reason I think uh, they have such a weird conversion is because it must be convenient at some point of time so maybe when this was being invented 16 ounces in a pounds mostly they were dealing in pounds but mostly they were dealing in 16 ounces that's something that the average person uses and that's why they kept it as 16 and not say 20 or 15 or 10 because that was more convenient at that particular time so i think that's the reason it was more convenient Mm -hmm. for them and now it makes no sense (laughs) because you have a (laughs) button correct The next one is how many ounces in a gallon. So let's skip that one as well. Three questions related to the same thing. The next one is when is Mother's Day? Do you know when is Mother's Day? I don't know. I don't know my mother's (laughs) birthday. (laughs) What? Are you crazy? I don't know. You don't know my mother's birthday. I know my dad like, like, somewhere. Are you are you are you serious? September. Yeah, very serious. I think like this is uh, very. I don't know. I'm not getting the word, but this is very wrong. You don't know a mother's birthday. I don't remember birthdays. It is like a single day. I know. I know you don't remember birthdays, but at least you have three people in your family. One is (laughs) you yourself. So let's forget about that. You can't remember two days. Seriously. And you you need your laptop's calendar to remind you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, these days I rely on my dad. He'll tell me one day before the tomorrow it's her birthday. But why is that? Like, why can't you remember two days? And and you are like 23, 24 years old. So it has been like you have celebrated, forget the first 10 years, you have celebrated her birthday 14 times. This is very surprising for me. (laughs) I think I haven't given enough (laughs) efforts in this. So I mean, I think if I actually try, I can remember. I'm just not trying because I know that someone is going to remind me anyway. And um, it will be okay. 
no this is not okay this is absolutely not okay and it should be at the tip of your tongue you shouldn't you know you shouldn't stress your brain in order to remind yourself when is her birthday come on do you But remember no. your birthday at least <laughs> my birthday i know <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hope your parents don't listen to our podcast they don't they don't uh, lucky you well, i don't mind Because it's is the truth i don't mind very sad to know that what is the sadness in that your own son my own son doesn't know my birthday how sad is that that's not sad as long as i can i care for her and i take care of her i think it's okay yes that is true it's okay but it is as if saying that you don't know your parents name it is as simple as that like maybe that has... could be the sentiment but i think just remembering one day or celebrating that one day does not make any difference there are 365 other days where you prove yourself and i think that's more important i just try to do that very well yeah that is true it is not about proving yourself that how good of a sunny you are it's it's not about that at all it is just that it's a single it's expected, day yeah. that you have to remember yeah it's expected yeah it's expected right it's, let's let's forget <laughs> do you know when is father's day no <laughs> surprisingly it is the third sunday of the month of june which was the last sunday so did you wish your father on that day i don't think i did <laughs> <laughs> how how you just imagine how sad he would be feeling when he would be scrolling through his whatsapp statuses and there will be his friends whose children might have put some status and their parents or their fathers would have shared it and he would be scrolling through that and he would feel sad that his own son is not even wishing him i wonder <laughs> i wonder if he feels sad okay i'm very curious about this now because yeah, you should ask him yeah huh? because i think generally especially my father is pretty happy with me because of whatever education i have taken i have not been a very troublesome child you know i mean an average troublesome child i have always scored very well i am making money whereas so it's always about comparison right so he will always make comparisons to other same age children within the family so with respect to all of them i think i have studied well uh, i am also making some money i am also doing some social work social work i don't think he is very happy about he'd be more happy if i take up a job which pays me very well <laughs> but <laughs> he has confidence that if i want to i can make a living for myself and doesn't have to worry about me i don't drink i don't do drugs i don't smoke etc so he knows all this and i think overall he's very happy with it and also about the kind of person you are so i think back in childhood i used to be very disrespectful to others okay and i used to be very in the face i did not thing before i spoke so even the transformation the last few years i think he's been very happy about the fact that i'm understanding and uh, i can be caring i can handle difficult situations etc even within the house So I think overall he is very happy with me so I hope that he is not feeling sad after seeing all those whatsapp statuses Nay nee, see parents will always be happy with their child but the other thing which is true about parents is they always have expectations or they always want their child to be a little bit more better than he or she already is So wishing does Correct. not count in that na okay he started wishing so he's better now No no not in that sense but like Imagine it's your birthday and your and your father and your mother doesn't wish you. Wouldn't you feel sad? I know it has nothing to do with how they feel towards you, how they treat you, they love you, everything else. But this is like a very common thing, and maybe maybe it can be other way around as well. It has been fourteen years since he has not wished me, so he has like totally forgot about it. That he's not. even expecting or not even thinking about you going to wish him on father's day maybe that is also can be the case 
Okay, let me ask you this question. Did your parents wish you on Children's Day? Yes, yes, of course. They don't even wish me. There is a little celebration like they'll they'll bring a cake or they'll bring chocolates, they'll bring ice cream. Like th- th- there is some little celebration that we have. If it is possible, we also go for dinner out. And it's not the Children's Day. It is Women's Day as well. Surprisingly, we do <laughs> not celebrate Men's Day. Men's Day, that's sad. But yeah, on Women's Day, my mother and my sister go out with their other female friends. They have their Women's Day celebration. No, but, but it's, Children's it's nice. Children's Day was never celebrated in my house. Okay, so I think it's even now. You all did not celebrate okay, Children's okay. Day. I am not going to celebrate <laughs> Mother's Day and Father's Day. Okay, okay. So yes, then we can say that you are even. Yes. Yeah. And we anyway celebrate a lot. We don't need days for us to celebrate. Yeah, true, true. I would agree to that. One person in the family feels like eating a pizza. The entire family will go to the pizza. One person feels like eating South Indian food. The entire family will go to Matunga to eat a South Indian thali. So I think we are anyway celebrating each day as it is, and I don't think we need such days to colorify our lives a little more. Cool. Like there is a story. Like every every family has a different way to go. That's nice and colorful. Uh, the next question is how many weeks in a year? Fifty-two. Pretty pathetic question. I don't know what kind of people ask these questions. Uh, now let's go for some little bit scientific ones, which are nice and it might be a little a jog in our memory. The question is why are there leap days or leap years? Hmm. Because if you take three sixty-five days a year, our Earth does not revolve around the Sun in exactly three sixty-five days. So it's a little less than three sixty-five days. So to compensate for that, we always have uh, an extra day every fourth year. It is a little more, right? It is three sixty-five point two five. Oh, it's ultra cool, cool. Uh-huh, so you have more. every leap year, you have one day less than to compensate for that. Every leap year, you have one day more to compensate for that. You have one day leap less. Leap year is three sixty-six days. Leap year में ज़्यादा होता है कि कम होता है. Come on, dude! Like you are a teacher now. <laughs> I hope your students are not listening these podcasts. <laughs> they do, they do. Some of them do. <laughs> leap year has thirtieth February. No, leap year has twenty ninth February. So one more day. Correct, correct. Yeah, got it. Cool. See, these things happen, na? These things happen like we think we know it so well, but they just like are gone from our memory, and we speak the other thing with so much confidence. This has happened with me as well a lot of times. I think the exact. thing does not matter what matters is the concept once you know the concept and what's going to happen why it's going to happen then rest of it is just information which you can get on google as long as you know the concept very well you have the reasoning very well so i think everyone should be cool with that because in today's age especially it's very easy to get information now if you said 100 years from before i would say information is very much important so you need to remember facts you need to remember dates etc but today it's irrelevant Maybe that's what the people who Google these questions were thinking about. That I know the concept, but I need information, so I'll Google it. Why is the sky blue? I think I've thought about this question a lot, but recently I thought the chapter called refraction of light to my students. So if I can't get this answer right, this will be embarrassing. <laughs> you can open up your textbook. Like this is a podcast. No one's watching you. No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I am watching myself. <laughs> okay, so answer it. Come on. So, so atmosphere has air, whereas the light is coming from the sun through a vacuum. So when it goes from vacuum to air, it, there's a change of medium. and uh, the light which is coming from sun is white light right so white light has all the seven colors okay vibgyor wala all colors it has and refractive index for each and every color is going to be different okay 
So because each and every color will have different refractive index, it means that when it will enter the atmosphere, every color ka light is going to bend with different angles. So blue light bends the most, so it enters our uh, atmosphere and goes into our eyes, whereas red lights uh, bend the least. So they will just travel from the atmosphere and get out of the atmosphere. It will, it will never reach our surface. So mostly the color which reaches our eyes is blue. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Let's not go into too much of scientific knowledge into this. <laughs> hey, you uh, should also know this, okay? You're a physics or Yeah, yeah, of course. Graduate, of course I know it. You're topper of the graduate class in uh, MSc from <laughs> Pune University. Yes. By the way, there is a very famous movie which I really liked, which is called Rock On, which has amazing songs. And one of the song is called as Socha Hai, mm. which is just uh, like many of our listeners might have listened to that song, which has a lot of series of questions. And I have made a video on that answering all those questions. And one of them, one of the questions is why Sky Blue? So yes. Yes, so I have answered that question. Hey, wait, yes, wait. I have. There was a very interesting question in that song. Okay, I want to know your answer. like there is no other answer to it 2 plus 2 is always 4 a better answer i think comes from the introduction of the chapter quantum mechanics a course i took in my msc physics okay so in the first lecture of quantum mechanics the professor says that there are two types of realities okay there's one objective reality and there's one subjective reality so objective reality you can't change whatever is there is there you can't do anything about it and there's the subjective reality which about which you can debate for example is this feeling correct or right or what is right and wrong these are all subjective right you can't actually say what's right or wrong you have to sit together and decide what the humanity is going to say is right and what the humanity is going to say is wrong there's objective reality like say two stones they are going to be two stones whatever you call it so when two and two come together whatever the number comes we have said that we are going to call that as four so it's objective you can't change that all you can change is what you call it so if say tomorrow we call four as five then it's do or do parts so whatever you get after adding two and two stones together say for example you're going to call it something and that is it you can't change the actual thing I don't know if I was that's, clear. That's that's no no. You are a little bit more clear than I was, but that is what I meant when I said that you have defined it to be four hmm. and not five. Yeah. So like basically, we are saying almost the same thing. While I was stressing on the word definition, you went ahead and gave a little bit more explanation to it. Hmm. So yeah, we both are on the same track. Cool. So the next series of questions are very vague, and these questions are. uh making me question the credibility of the source of these most google questions the questions are can dogs eat banana can dogs eat apples can dogs eat grapes and none of us have a pet dog so maybe we cannot answer it but i think mostly the answer to it is yes i have never understood why so for example dogs cannot eat chocolate you know that right dogs cannot eat chocolate yeah, no i did not know yeah, that it's not good why is that it's, go- it's not good for them it seems so i've never figured it out but i haven't tried to search for the answer but dogs cannot eat chocolate so i think these are all valid questions because dogs cannot eat whatever they want 
or whatever we eat they cannot, cannot eat everything so i think these are all valid questions if you have a pet and you want to make sure whatever you're feeding your dog is safe okay makes sense i know one thing that the pigeons should not eat uncooked rice so when a pigeon eats rice uh, the rice goes into his stomach and pigeons and mostly other birds do not have teeth so do not they do not chew they mostly swallow up things and little grains mostly they just swallow it up so rice go inside their stomach and the acids that there are present in their stomach they make the rice puff and oh. it will like basically it will blast off that bird so yeah pigeons are not to be given rice should, uncooked ones they should also not eat raw corn then i have no idea about corn <laughs> popcorn <though. laughs> man jayega <laughs> i know i know but it it doesn't heat it doesn't heat up i don't know i don't know what exactly happens but that is what i have read on internet hmm. cool yeah also do you know that every country ka there is top google questions ka list alag oh oh i i did not know that no i'm just trying to search india ka yes like see if you are able to find it oh indians i mean i don't know if it's indians or if there's more accurate or whatever but indians have been asking very interesting questions one question is what is section 377 What is happening in Syria? What is Kiki challenge? <laughs> What is Me Too campaign? What is ball tampering? The original original Kiki challenge was that which key to use in Hindi? Chota key or but mota key? What? Like whenever you write Hindi or even Marathi, ah. which key to use? Yeah, like yeah. the which matra of key to I use? I never that understood that. I never understood. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I would agree. I would just randomly put. पहले चलो चार पांच बार लेफ्ट में किया अब थोड़ा टाइम राइट में करते एग्जैक्टली इवन आई डिड दैट एंड दैट मोस्टली कॉस्ट मी लॉट ऑफ मार्क्स बट या आई डिड नॉट इवन अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट्स द ट्रू लॉजिक बिहाइंड एंड टीचर्स वुड ऑलवेज से वो ये छोटा उ होता है बड़ा उ होता है आई मीन व्हाट इट्स ऑल द सेम फॉर मी आई नेवर अंडरस्टैंड व्हेन समवन यूजेस छोटा उ बड़ा उ एंड छोटा ही बड़ा ही True, true. I think that that will make up for the uh, episode's title, <laughs> the real Kiki challenge. <laughs> But no one is going to listen to it yeah. after that. <laughs> What is Nifa virus? What is cardiac arrest? What is a lunar eclipse? What is no confidence? Nice, nice questions. Nice questions. What is SCST Act? Yeah, all intellectual questions. All are political questions. Yeah, mostly. What is a black hole? What is exit hole? What is howdy Modi? What is e-cigarette? What is DRS method in cricket? Many cricket वाला questions are coming, huh? Hmm, like cricket is a religion, Sachin is a god, so that is expected. What is Ayodhya case? What is Article fifteen? I don't know what's Article fifteen. Oh, Article fifteen, the movie came that year, lah. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Article fifteen? You know what 15? is? Yes, surprisingly, I have. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Have Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what is Article fifteen again? उटरी 
Ayushman does very nice and cool movies. So did Sushant Singh Rajput. No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yes, too much of that. Too much of that. Yeah, already so much about that is going on in the media. What is surgical strike? What is national registers of citizen? Yeah, that's it. Too many political questions. Couple of scientific ones. Couple of cricket based ones. So the fact that there are not many scientific questions tells you the state about the country. and the reason why it is still developing perhaps no 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 i think so american questions are so stupid man if you say that i would say once the stupid questions start coming then it's developed because you don't no longer care the citizens can do whatever like einstein has said there are no stupid questions only stupid answers but i know americans mostly contradict that yeah america is a puzzle okay um there both the I mean the stereotype is Americans are stupid and they can't do math but they are still super power okay and they are one of the best companies in the world they are one of the best systems in the world so i think there's always this two narratives going on together about america that it's great and it's stupid both at the same time right now it's seeming more on the stupid side with all that's happening in america but they have very good institutions and companies where there are many smart people so that's the thing right it's like a very diverse country in the sense that there are a lot of people on both ends of the spectrum very smart people and very dumb people as well or very rich people as well as very poor people who live on the streets i want to know the median so it is a very diverse i want to know what the average man is like in america I think the average man will tend towards more on the left side of the spectrum meaning towards a l- little bit intelligent but a lot more dumb I feel the average person 